Hello gorgeous, welcome to the Soul Led Millionaire podcast. In this show, I will teach you how to manifest the life of your dreams and become a soul led millionaire yourself. We will go deep on all things money, mindset, manifestation, self-love, spirituality, and more. I can't wait to bring you this content. So sit back, relax, listen in, and let's get into today's episode. And hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Led Millionaire. Today, I'm going to be answering five of your most pressing money manifestation and money mindset questions in this episode. So the five questions I'm going to be covering today are, number one, how do you manifest becoming rich? Number two, why is manifesting purchasing something better than manifesting it for free? Number three, how to overcome self-doubt in making money through your business. Number four, when is it best to focus on specific goals instead of general money goals? And number five, how do you maintain your money mindset work when you go through dips and valleys in your attitude? All right, does that sound like something you want to hear the answers to? Well, then stay tuned. Let's get straight into answering the first question. Number one, How do you get rich in no time? Because I have been struggling for years to have enough balance, but it runs out every single time. I feel like no matter what, I cannot get to where I want to go, let alone becoming rich. This is a great, great question. And I'm sure that many, many people think this and have been in the same situation and feel the same way. I definitely have. I certainly have. And I remember what it felt like being there. It was very frustrating. It felt like No matter what, you just couldn't get out of this hole that you were in. And it felt like almost as if the universe was against you or something was against you because no matter what, as much as you kept trying, it just wasn't happening. Nothing was changing, right? I totally understand what that's like. (laughs) However, to best help you shift through this, I need to, I guess, give you a little bit of tough love, right? Because it is all down to you. You are the creator of your reality, right? You decide how it all goes. You decide how it works. You decide the amount of struggle that you'll have or the amount of struggle you won't have. You decide how much money you'll have or that you won't have. You decide every single aspect of how your business works, of how your finances work, of how you see yourself with money, of how you interact with money, all of it. So my question to you is... How have you been seeing yourself? How have you been looking at money and viewing it? How have you been viewing yourself with money? How have you been viewing your business? Because this will tell you very, very quickly what your dominant story has been. And as you know, it's all about the stories that you're telling yourself. Because what are they? They're assumptions. And they eventually become beliefs. And then they become your set habits. So what have you been telling yourself? Do a full audit of what's been going on in your life lately, of how you've been feeling, of what you've been looking at everything through the lens of, right? Because this will tell you very, very quickly why you're not rich yet. Have you been living in the end? Have you truly been assuming what you want instead of what you don't want? Have you really changed within? Have you really recreated yourself to see yourself as a wealthy person, as a rich person, as a successful person? Have you truly changed? 
I'm going to guess no, <laughs> right? If you're asking the question, I'm going to guess no, but this is okay because that's the beautiful thing about this work is that you can change at any moment, at any point, you can decide to discipline yourself and get onto a story that actually serves you. I know what being on the story is like. I know what being on the struggle train is like. I know what telling that story over and over again feels like. And I also know what it does. And it doesn't get you to where you want to go. It does keep you where you are. So what I want you to do is to start moving out of the story. Start ignoring it. Start changing what you're looking at. Start changing how you are seeing money, how you are seeing your business, how you're seeing yourself. Start living in the end. Go to that end of what it's like to be rich. What would it feel like to you? Truly, if you had, let's say, a hundred grand in your bank, maybe that might not be enough for you. Imagine it's a million or 500,000 or or 300,000 or even 50,000. Imagine there's a specific amount of money in your bank account that you believe would make you feel rich. Now feel rich. Imagine what it feels like to have that in there. Imagine what it feels like to have no financial strains, no financial struggles, no worries about money whatsoever. Imagine that consistent money is always coming in and it's always overflowing. It's always more than you thought you were going to make. Imagine that this is your reality now. What does that feel like? Does it feel relieving? Does it feel satisfying? Does it feel like you can finally relax? Does it feel peaceful? What does it feel like? Because that is one of the best ways you can start living in that end now. And in this place, what do you assume about yourself now? Who do you assume yourself as being with money? When it comes to working with money, what are you assuming about it? When it comes to making money, what are you assuming about it? What are the thoughts you are saying? What are the stories you're telling yourself about it from this end state? They'll be different to what you have been telling, not being in the end state. So when you look at it from that perspective, you realize you have a lot that you can do. You have so many options and solutions available to you, but you have chosen to stay in this story of struggle for years, as you said in your question, and it hasn't served you, right? You haven't gotten the solutions by being there in that state, by living in that story. So it's time to cut the story. Just scrap it. Get off it. It's an old story. And move into this new one. Move into the end. Move into the new assumptions. And truly change how you see yourself, how you see money, how you see your business, and how you see yourself working in this new world that you've created. See yourself as rich. Okay. Moving on to question two. Why is manifesting purchasing something better than manifesting it for free? What's well, not necessarily better than manifesting something for free, but there's a whole lot more secondary benefits that come from purchasing something versus manifesting it for free, right? For example, when I first bought my car, it was like a, the biggest thing I'd ever spent money on. It was like 20... 20 grand, 22 grand. And when I was actually test driving the car, all of these fears started coming up, all of these worries, all of these concerns, like, oh my God, what am I doing? I am a fool. I am absolutely insane if I think I'm going to pay 20, 20 grand for this flipping car. Like, just get 
a cheap five grand car, you know, like go and get a cheaper car and then you'll have 15 grand cash. What are you doing? You are insane if you buy this car. And I was just going through all these crazy thoughts, crazy lies, crazy fears. They were all coming up as I was test driving this car. And then I remember I went home and I wanted to like, just take some time to think about it for a second. And I had to do a full flipping page of journaling. (laughs) And I just went through all of my fears. I just went through everything that was coming up and I disproved all that shit. I discredited it all and I reframed it and saw it differently. I chose to create a new story about it because this is what I wanted to go through. Like this is what I wanted to have. This is what I wanted for myself. I wanted this car. I didn't want a cheaper car. I didn't want to spend five grand on a car. I wanted to spend 20 grand on my car. (laughs) And through that process of shifting and changing and seeing it differently and seeing myself differently and allowing myself to have this and moving myself into a place where I felt really good, really aligned and really focused on this is the version of me that I want to be. And this is what I want for myself. And I know that Spending this money doesn't mean that all the money's gone and I'm never going to make any more money again. It means that I get to now have a physical manifestation of all of the work that I've done. Just one of the physical manifestations that are almost a reminder for me, almost like a a trophy, I guess you could say, of all the work that I've done, made manifest into a physical car that I now drive every day. It's an incredible anchoring um object, I guess you could say, for me to see every single day when I drive it, right? And so if I had just won that car or been given it for free, I wouldn't have gone through all of that change, all of those shifts, all of that shifting and rewiring and changing and seeing it differently and upgrading myself from purchasing it. If I just manifested it for free, maybe some doubts would have come up. Maybe some things about deservingness or worthiness may have come up. But the experience of purchasing something at that price point was a massive upgrade for me. It was a massive upgrade towards the person that I wanted to be. It was a massive upgrade towards the way that I wanted to think, the the new level of perception of the world that I wanted to see. And you might have heard me talk about this a few times is that once I really started upgrading and really started calling in big chunks of money, what were big chunks of money for me at the time, when I really went through that big shift in 2019, I really moved into a totally different world. It was a totally different world. It was the world of abundance. And you could only see abundance. You know how when you have a bias, you see the thing everywhere. Like if you want a specific car, you start to see it everywhere. It's like a bias towards it. Well, I had a bias towards abundance. I could see it everywhere. I still see it everywhere, but it's not its not necessarily like hyper noticeable now because it's just a norm. But I really noticed it in the beginning because I, I was like quite shocked that I could see it so much because <laughs> I'd been so used to seeing lack. And now I could just see abundance. It's like, I was biased towards abundance only. I could only see wealth and riches and expansion, luxury. I could see all of it. And it was what I was dominantly paying attention to from a place of abundance within, right? And so going back to why purchasing is, I feel more beneficial than actually manifesting something for free is because of those internal upgrades you get 
there is something that is incredibly powerful about paying for something yourself. You know, dropping 20 grand, 22 grand on a car, you know, just swiping your card, (laughs) swiping your everyday card and paying for the car is so powerful. It reinforces the type of person that you want to be, that you are in a position where you can go to a car dealership and buy the freaking car off the showroom floor. There is something so powerful in that. And there are so many upgrades that come with that than if you just won it for free. Now, I'm not saying winning things for free is like bad and you shouldn't focus on that. I love winning stuff for free. I've won a lot of stuff for free. But I think when you're wanting to get deliberate about money, when you're wanting to have consistency with money and you want to create a dynamic with money that serves you in the long term, I really think that your focus is better on your personal power and building that up, building that self-concept of what you're capable of, what you can truly manifest. And then when you have that money, when you have that abundance or the riches or the wealth, the power and the upgrades that come from being able to purchase what you want, having purchasing power, that's what I truly think you should work on overall if you really want to change your experience with money. All right, moving on to number three, how to overcome self-doubt in making money in business. Uh, This person said, I think I'm on the right path to change my mindset regarding money and manifesting what I want for my future, but I still struggle every day because I doubt myself. What would be your advice to stay in a positive mindset and be able to focus on work? Okay, here's the truth. It's coming out now. You don't have to have a positive mindset in order to manifest what you want, right? Of course, it's great to have a positive mindset, but it is not the requirement for manifesting the life that you want, for creating the life that you want. It's not the requirement. It is having the assumptions. It is having the thoughts and the focus and the belief that what you want is yours. There is, there's no emotion involved in that, right? There's no emotion required for that. It is getting into your, getting yourself into a place where you fully know that the thing is yours, okay? No positivity required. Although, if you want to, of course, go for it. But don't link those two up. Don't think, I need to be happy in order for me to get what I want. You don't. <laughs> you don't. Now, I'm not saying go and be moody and, and all around terror to be <laughs> next to. What I'm saying is you have to get your mind focused on what you want. The, the moods, the emotions, they'll come, they'll ebb and flow. I mean, how many times have I talked about how my hormones totally like change my entire moods? Like it, when it's my time of the month, I'm usually kind of aggro. <laughs> I'm usually really tired. Sometimes I'm really sad. Sometimes I'm angry. Whatever it is, it's to do with hormones. It's, it's literally my chemistry. I can't necessarily change that. Maybe if I like made some diet tweaks or something, I don't know. But I don't make that then mean this is the week I can't manifest anything because I have my period and that means all of my emotions are all over the place and therefore I'm just going to manifest crazy stuff because I cannot stick to one specific emotion. That's not it at all. It's the thoughts and the beliefs and the assumptions that actually manifest, right? Okay, so now that we've got that clear, let's move on to the self-doubt part. So the self-doubt has come about from many, many years of probably telling yourself a story that maybe you can't do it. Maybe it's not possible for you. Maybe other people have fed that story as well. When you have a self-concept that what you're doing isn't right, or you're not that good at it, 
or it's going to be a struggle, or it's just not going to work for you. People have tried before and it didn't work. When you have a, have built a self-concept of self-doubt, what do you think shows up for you out in the three-day world? More things that make you feel doubt, right? That make you feel like you don't know what you're doing. That make you feel like it's a struggle. That constantly feed that story. So overcoming self-doubt, what do you think we need to do? What do you think we need to do in order to change how we feel about our ability to make money from our own business? Is it hustle more? (laughs) Is it run a sale? Is it change your entire website? No, it's none of those things. It is to change the self-concept. Change the self-image, if if you don't know what self-concept means. It's changing how you see yourself. It is stopping looking at yourself as someone who is incapable. It's stopping seeing yourself as someone who won't make it. Stopping seeing yourself as someone who isn't good enough. It's stopping anything to do with the self-doubt. And it's beginning a new story or telling a new story that you are more than capable, that you are the creator of your reality, that your business is very successful, that it's really, really easy to make money, that you are one of the successful ones. You begin to tell a new story in favor of yourself, in favor of winning. You get to tell that new story, but you've got to hang up the story of the self-doubt. It doesn't serve you. It's kept you where you are, right? That's why I say to everyone, like the story that you've been telling has given you the results that you've gotten so far. If you're not happy with that, it's time to hang up that story. <laughs> Just hang it up. We don't, we don't need to, to listen to the story anymore. We don't need to play in the story anymore. We just need to begin building out this new world with the new story. So my tip for you would be to write a full page of what it now looks like running a business and making money without self-doubt, with confidence instead, with certainty instead, with authority instead. What does it look like? And it gets to be whatever you want. You do not have to do what you think is the right thing to do. It's based on what you want to see, what you want to experience, the dynamic that you want to create in your business. All right, question number four. Do you believe that it's more important to focus on keeping your mindset and energy alive than it is to set numbers and set numbers and goals and focus on the number of sales? When is it the best time to focus on specific goals for money instead of general? This is also a great question, and I've talked about this a few times in a different uh, episode, and I think a different YouTube video as well. But what I want to say about that is any time is the right time to focus on specific goals, if you want. Like, if it feels really, really good, and you can approach it without resistance or being super attached to the result, then yeah, focus on specific goals. The reason I focus on general is because I'm really happy with the money that I make in my business and I don't feel like I want to push it right now. Like I don't feel like I need to constantly push to move to the next level right now. I do have moments where I'm like, okay, it's time to move. I've got some bigger goals or some other things that I want to manifest or create or buy or whatever it is. So I'm now going to move into this level. But I have no problem sitting and maintaining a level for a while because I really enjoy that. I like ease. (laughs) I don't need to be constantly pushing to my edge all the time. However, focusing on specific goals can be really, really helpful in terms of if you are 
starting this work or starting over again where you're wanting to build your belief in yourself and build your new assumptions and build up the self-concept where you are someone who makes more and more money every month, then yeah, it's great to focus on those specific goals to help you get there. But what I will say on that is I do recommend you choosing specific goals that you feel are relatively achievable. And I don't mean like they have to be just you know $1,000 more than what you're making, but it has to be something you can see yourself making, right? And then once you reach that level, you move to another number that's a little bit further on and help yourself integrate slowly into moving into those new levels. Personally, if you're making, say, five grand a month and you want to move to 100 grand months, right, making six figures a month, it may be just too much of a jump for you to, number one, build the assumption, build the belief, build the self-concept that you are there, right, when you haven't experienced it before and you don't know what it's like and you don't believe that you had the things set up in your business in order for you to achieve that. Like maybe you don't have the email list or maybe you don't have the following like the things don't match. So you're going to have a lot of opposing thoughts coming at you because it's such a big goal. Whereas if you dropped that goal down to maybe 10 grand or even seven grand or eight grand, that is a lot more achievable and a lot more likely to reach very quickly because it's not such a jump, right? It's just a incremental upgrade, I guess you could say. And then if you slowly start to do that, as you keep upgrading, what will happen is the numbers start getting larger and larger. So say if you've gone from five grand a month to going for eight grand, then you go for 10, then you move to 15, then what you'll notice is it starts pushing out further. So it won't just be like 15 to 20, it will be 15 to 35, (laughs) 35 to 50, 50 to 67, whatever it is, it will start increasing because you have now built that habit. You have now built the assumption that, oh, this is easy to do. It increases and now it's starting to increase significantly more and significantly faster because it's now a pattern for me. I now see it consistently doing this, right? I now have the assumption, the self-concept, it's all built out for me. So that's when it's best to focus on specific goals. One thing I do want to say about that is I noticed a lot of people bank their launches on reaching their specific money goals. And some people can do this and they don't get... I guess you could say sideswiped or thrown off balance or they don't let their emotions get caught up in it and therefore they achieve their goals or even if they don't achieve their goals, they're okay nonetheless. But then there's this other group where they bank everything on the launch, right? They they bank achieving their big (laughs) monthly money goals, specific money goals on the launch and then they proceed to be (laughs) almost a neurotic mess almost completely in anxiety and fear and doubt and franticness that the entire process is painful. <laughs> it's exhausting. By the time you get to the end, the closed cart and you have to go and now run the course or run the offer that you're selling, you're too exhausted to do it. And sometimes they achieve their goals, but more often they don't achieve the goals. And so now after all of that anxiety and fear and doubt and everything else, they now have utter disappointment, right? And so what that can do is start to reaffirm the old story, right? It can start to make the old story more and more powerful, more and more dominant. And so it's actually taking you backwards going through this whole process of banking your specific money goals on this launch. So this is why I like to stay general. But if you do have 
a specific goal and you want to start working on specific goals, don't link anything up to meet that goal, right? Don't say, oh, well, if I sell this amount of courses or this amount of eBooks, that means I'm going to reach my goal. No, get off that. Stop looking at the numbers and just be in your business as the person you want to be who is already achieving those goals, who is already making that amount of money each month. Be the person who's doing that, right? Show up from that place. Stop looking at the numbers and stats, especially if they're going to keep you in the old story. Just try a month where you be the person who already has it. Okay. All right. Now our final question. Number five, how do you maintain your money mindset work? I know I have the right money mindset, but I find myself falling into dips and valleys every now and then. And I find it frustrating. How do you keep motivated? So this is normal. Everyone has this. No one ever stays in like an ultra, I guess, positive or ultra optimistic, even ultra neutral mood. Not everyone is there. There are going to be things that throw us off and that's okay. What I want you to do from this is to not make dips and valleys mean anything. Don't make the negative thoughts or whatever you're going through at the time mean anything about what you get to have, about the money, about yourself, about your business. Don't make it mean anything. Just observe it. Literally just observe this thing happening. Say to yourself, oh, okay, I'm having a day. That's all right. Or this person is doing this thing. Or this thing just happened and it's really sucky. But that doesn't mean anything. So I'm not going to link anything up. I'm going to focus on this thing if I have to focus on it. Fix it, change it, shift it. And then I'll come back to doing my mindset work. Maintaining it. It doesn't mean anything, right? So when you catch yourself, just redirect yourself. If you have dealt with the thing that, or if you have needed to deal with the thing that has thrown you off. If you don't need to deal with it, then all you need to do is redirect yourself back to who you want to be, back to the mindset work, back to the way you want to think and feel about money, right? Just redirect yourself back there. Go back there. Just drop whatever it was that was getting at you if you can. Otherwise, if you need to deal with it, then go and do that, right? You can, you have time (laughs) to go and do that, but if you don't need to, or you're finished with it. Now redirect yourself back to the mindset, the focus, the self-concept, the assumptions, the beliefs, the thoughts in favor of yourself in the direction you want to be heading. All right, my loves. So those are the five most pressing money questions you wanted answered right now. If you do have a question of your own that you would like me to answer, make sure you email me. I will be happy to put it into an episode in the future. Other than that, if you haven't downloaded my free abundance vault, what are you doing? Go and sign up for that right now. There's 15 plus money mindset manifestation resources in there. It's in the show notes below and I will see you in the next episode.